All right, good morning. Welcome to episode seven of Rolling with the Barons, uh, Brooklyn Barons podcast uh, with the Relocation Football League, the RFL. You can check us out at uh, www.relocationfootballleague.com. All right, you can follow the league at uh, RFL underscore sim underscore league on Twitter. And uh, you can follow the Barons at, at Barons RFL. All right. Uh, today we will be talking about uh, our preseason game versus the Tigers. All right. It will be. It was our first and will be our only uh, preseason game, uh, which I like. Uh, very very low risk of a lot of players getting injured. Uh, we did the best that we could to keep guys off the field. I don't know what happened at the end there. Uh, <clears throat> for some reason, Madden just threw my safeties at the sub linebacker position. So that was that. I think one of them was at slot. I don't know. I don't know what Madden was doing, but that's not how I had it set up. But Madden's going to Madden. So it is what it is. Luckily, none of them got hurt. They did get out there and make a couple plays. Just to, I guess just to let you guys know they're ready. Don't, don't, don't think they're not ready. Like, even though the young guys did put on a show, which we're going to talk about now. Skip all the BS. All right. First, we came out of the game on top. The final score was 24-7. Our first unit was able to put up 10 and hold the Tigers to 7. And in uh, the fourth, our our third unit, or our backups for them, were able to come in and put up uh, two uh, touchdowns for us. So uh, that's good. And that was against the Tigers' second unit. So that's also good to see, to, to know that you're... Depth is on par with the depth of other teams in the league. So uh, that's good. Uh, I felt really, really, really good about the way uh, our guys performed against the starters uh, of the Tigers. Uh, I know a lot of guys sleep on Chicago, but my division knows people who've been around the league or been with the RFL for a while, they know the Tigers are, are a sneaky good team. They are a sneaky good team. They are a sneaky, sneaky good defense. Like, do not sleep on their defense. Do not sleep on their defense. As you saw, uh, Mojo out there making hits. I'm surprised we didn't see as much as of Frank making hits as well or making plays as well. Uh, but don't sleep on that Tigers defense, all right? Uh, we're going to talk about that as we uh, – Go through the game, so we're gonna review the game. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna go position by position, all right. And we're gonna start with the the star of the show, all right. The star of the show, our guy Caleb Brown, KB. I think KB. I think KB played an excellent, excellent, excellent game. All right. I know from the outside looking in, not not really understanding the scheme and the way that we were playing. Uh, actually, just for this one game, I'm gonna talk about it. For this one game, I'm going to talk about During this season, I'm not going to do it because I think it'll take away from my competitive edge. But just for for this one time, I'm going to talk about it. All right. We came out in the air raid. The reason why I wanted to come out in the air raid was to maximize Caleb's uh, passing attempts. All right. Now, on paper, it may not. I mean, if you just watched the game as a fan, it may not have looked like that. There was a lot of scrambles. I think Caleb, Caleb almost got 120 yards on the ground. All right, but of all those rushes, only five or six of them were design rushes. Only five. No, I'll take that back. 
No, I won't. Only five or six of those were probably designed rushes. The rest of those was Caleb making the best decision or the, the decision that he felt was the best decision for the play. And on most of those, I'll say on about 85% of those, Caleb made the right choice. All right? We'll go back. When you look at Caleb's performance in the air, though he only had about, I want to say, 125 through the air, he was 11 for 13. He was 11 for 13. He wasn't forcing any passes. He wasn't forcing any passes. And that's one thing that I love about the way Caleb plays. If you listen to to uh, my earlier podcast when I was breaking down how traits and uh, sense pressure and all that affect how the quarterback reads or how they read the play, Caleb is the type of guy having the conservative uh, force pass but being a scrambling quarterback. He's the type of guy that if he doesn't see the open – there's a lot of text going on. I'm sorry. If he doesn't see the open guy – but he sees that open lane, he's going to take that open lane. But if as he's taking that open lane, a guy opens up or he gets a better throw lane because Caleb is a shorter quarterback. Caleb's only about, Caleb's like six feet tall. He's a shorter quarterback. And being a shorter quarterback and having a a lower throw power, I think his throw power is 85 right now, like Caleb understands his strengths and weaknesses and uses those to his advantage. And if he's on the scramble and he sees a guy open up, he's going to make that pass. And you saw it. Dot. When Caleb throws it, dot. Caleb is an accurate. He's a very, very, his accuracy is very, very underrated. And I tell people, I can win with Caleb in the pocket. I can win with Caleb in the pocket. And he showed that. He showed that. Even though he scrambled a lot, I hold a lot of different things to why that happened. One being the level of cornerbacks that I put my receivers against. Intentionally, the level of cornerbacks that I put my receivers against to get a better read on guys. All right? If Kayla was out there with our starting wide receivers, it would have been a lot less scrambles because he would have had a lot less, he would have had a lot better opportunities to have guys open. All right? Two, he was playing behind our second team offensive line. Which I think held up tremendously. Which I think held up tremendously. All right? But with that, Caleb is behind our second team offensive line. Against the first team front seven. So I think Caleb did a remarkable job of one ball security, not throwing any interceptions. Caleb did not throw any interceptions. All right? And even with the fumbles, I count two of them to me. I count two of them to me. Caleb is fatigued. Because I'm not doing what I need to do as a coach to set him up. Because, for one, I didn't expect him to run. I really put him in a situation where I expected him to have the ability to make more plays in the pocket. That was my goal. And you can see it in the later half. We'll talk about that when uh, we get to Leach. All right? My goal was to put Caleb in position to make plays in the pocket. All right? But I also understood the obstacles that he was facing and how he how he would react. And I think he did great. I think Caleb did great. He had an excellent game, and he solidified his spot as the number two quarterback. He solidified his spot as our number two quarterback. Like, and I'm going to do a little bit more testing, but we might see him more often during the regular season than first expected because if 
the fatigue and stamina is going to hold up the way it's going to hold up and we continue to run this style of offense, then I'm definitely going to have to work with the subs. I'm definitely going to have to work with the auto subs and then in order to keep our guys fresh. So you may be seeing uh, Caleb hopping games. You may be seeing Caleb subbing in games. All right. I'm not going to say we're going to run the same kind of dual quarterback system like uh, they're running in Orlando, but you might see Caleb make some appearances in some games. So we're look, looking at that. We're looking into that. I watch out for that. All right. But I think Caleb had a remarkable game. All right. Very, very efficient. I wish I would. I wish we had another chance to see him. <clears throat> All right. We might get some chances later in the season. Like if the score, if we're home and the score is up, maybe we can uh, get a sub in, get Caleb in there. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've recorded this like three or four times, but just things just keep happening. I'm trying to have it as clear as possible. And even now, I'm still getting buzzes and buzzes, but it is what it is. All right. So, yeah, I, hopefully we'll see. We might get another opportunity because uh, our next game is against the Tigers again. So it is a possibility that we might do like what the Huskies did and uh, rest some guys again. Now, we do not we do not really, really have the luxury of being able to take chances and risk losses like that. Not saying that I don't believe we would get the win, but regular season football is way different than preseason football. And we, won, and we can't afford to have any losses, especially with the type of season that we have, the way our schedule is set up, being more back-end, back-heavy. Uh, we cannot afford any loss. Our goal is... 16 and 0. That's our goal. I mean, I know that's every team's goal, but that is legitimately our goal going into this. And it's something that we feel like we can accomplish. All right. And we don't mean that in a disrespectful way to any coach because I respect all the coaches that uh, are here in the RFL. All right. But there's no one that we don't feel like we can't be. All right. And I feel like if I have to put Caleb in due to injury to Brinker, nothing changes. I still feel like we can go in and win these games. All right, so going to our next quarterback, going to Leach, and still sticking with that air raid. As you see, when Leach came in, working against uh, lesser <clears throat> lesser talent at corner, lesser talent in the secondary, lesser, lesser rush, uh, and the same offensive line as Caleb, because all I really did was shuffle guys around. I didn't really take anybody out from the line I was playing. So they got they got all game reps, and we're definitely going to talk about that. But they got all game reps. Some look good. Some didn't. All right, we'll see how it goes. All right. But uh, Leach came in. Uh, I think he was very he, – he played very well uh, in his short field situations. He got two short field situations. So that was good that he was able to go out there and make the place that he needed to uh, play and find the receivers he needed to find. He ran where he needed to run. Uh, as you can see, the <clears throat> running – the quarterback run is going to be a part of our offense. All right. Uh, how much we use it will be week to week. Uh, I've done a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of testing with this. And how we use this will be week to week. Uh, as I said again, there were only so many options run by Caleb that were actual options. I'll say about six, maybe six to eight of those were actual options. All right, the rest of those were just him making the right read and scrambling out of the pocket. All right, so... When we move on, when we uh, have Brinker in the game, who is the the least scrambling quarterback of our scrambling quarterbacks, you will see uh, a different effect. 
All right, you'll see a different effect and a different way that the playbook, uh, that that the that the team plays uh, with the same plays. The the thing that I like about our playbook is it gives us a variety of options every play, so we can run the same play and it look like four or five different plays because there's four or five different options, and those are the things that you would see with us uh, throughout the year. Uh, We've been wanting to focus on versatility, and uh, we feel like with our playbook, that is something that we can really do week to week. We can change how we want to play. All right? Uh, but, again, Leach looked good. He's somebody that we would definitely continue to work with. Uh, he definitely flashed. Again, he's another guy that I wish we had another game uh, that we could see a little bit more from him as well But uh, from how things looked. And we, would do, we will have the opportunity to see him privately. We wish we could see him publicly under the lights. But we will have the chance to see him privately in our own practices. So we'll see how it goes from there. But he's somebody we definitely want to keep around. <clears throat> he's definitely somebody that we want to keep around. Uh, we just haven't decided whether it be roster or practice squad. But he's definitely somebody we're keeping around. All right. Uh, next, we're going to move to halfback. All right. When we look at halfback, uh, we're going to start with Nickerson. Uh, we gave Nickerson a start as the main back. Uh he was up and down. Uh, he's the guy that we're going to keep working with. We're going to keep working with. He's somebody that we're going to continue to build. Uh, I still think that he will make his appearances during the season. Uh, we'll see how things go in the practices with us having more of a lighter front half of the season. We'll get a little bit more time to work with a little more, a little bit more time to see how we can use him. All right. Uh, he looked. He looked. He was up and down. There were times he looked good, times he looked bad. Uh, he had his welcome to the RFL moment, uh, getting laid out by Mojo. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I wanted to see him jump. I wanted to see him pop out. Uh, that wasn't the case. All right. So, But he's somebody that has potential, and we want to continue to work with him and see uh, what he can be. All right. Now, when we move over to the other side, we're moving to Mike Troy. Uh even with us trying to limit him as far as carries, we did. We wanted to keep the carries as balanced as possible. And, and knowing the way that we were going to attack, that it would be more pass first, more uh, more uh, pass formations when we came out. Uh, we wanted to just keep Troy in just that one situation so he wanted to overtake the game. And even in his carries, I say he probably got about the same amount of carries as uh, Nickerson, maybe one or two less. But uh, he managed to be a lot more successful. And he managed to do what we wanted to see him do, which was attack between the tackles. It wasn't as much bounce out with uh, Troy. And that's one thing that we like about Troy is when he sees the hole, he's going to hit it. Right. He's going to, whether it's outside, and now we have more proof whether it's inside. When he sees the hole, he's going to get it. And I'm starting, he's making me lean, him and Hunter. Guys, him and Hunter, they're making me lean more towards the guys who can pull away. I'm learning the difference. Amari's one of those guys as well. Like, there's certain guys who can pull away. There's certain guys who are, like, quick bursts, like, you like, there's certain guys who off the line, first five to ten yards, like, their speed underrated. Like they may not you might look at their attributes and be like, oh yeah, he's just this, but like in that first five to ten yards short route, their speed underrated. All right. And then there's guys who they have the speed, but it takes them a while to get to the top speed. Like they're still fast, 
But it takes them a while. They they run into their top speed. They kind of like pull away. And Mike Troy is one of those guys. He he pulls away. He has 83 acceleration and 90 speed. But just the way he hits the holes, the way if he gets loose, he'll pull away. It's the same with it's the same with uh Jackson Hunter, who we'll be talking about in a little bit. It's the same with him. He has 92 speed but 88 acceleration. And it's, if you give him a little bit of space, he'll pull away. He'll sneakily pull away. And I like that about him. All right. But Troy came in. Uh, when we moved the ball on the ground outside of Caleb, the, it was the, the ball was in his hands. All right. And that just led back that he will probably be not probably. He is HB number two again going into this season. Uh, we'll probably keep Nickerson at power back number two. Uh, just because on paper that's more of his strengths. But we're still kind of looking for another guy there because we feel like we can mold. Uh, Nickerson more to an all-around back. But uh, for now, we're going to keep him at the power back. In our power back role, he is more of our big, he is more of a bigger body guy, uh, for especially for his size. So we're definitely going to use him in more of a power role for now as we continue to build him. All right, as far as uh, Meredith, we really didn't get any looks at Meredith. He didn't really come in. And uh, just the way things have been going in practice, I don't really expect Meredith to continue to be on the team. I mean, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. He'll always look good for the death, but it's just from the way guys play. Like, overall isn't everything. Just from the way these guys have been playing, he's just he may not be cut out for uh, what we plan to do offensively, so we'll see. But uh, we brought in a rookie depth guy, uh, McKee, uh, Khalil McKee. Yeah, Khalil McKee, we brought him in, and uh, he didn't look too bad his opportunities. I don't know if I wasn't expecting him to get the opportunities that he got. Like, we were really just looking at him as, like, pump return uh, because uh, we didn't know how we were feeling about Meredith, so we just wanted another guy out there on pump return. Kick return, we kind of saw it on Schofield, but pump return, we were really looking for something. It's like, hmm, maybe we just have to play Schofield here too. And he's good there, but I feel like he needs, when he has a little bit more space, he could be a little bit more electric, and we needed a guy in a short area who could make that one little move you need and take off, you know what I'm saying? So uh, we brought in McKee, and he looked decent. We saw that he will take chances on punt return. He's not as conservative as the other guys, which could be up or down. We'll see. In this game, it was more up than down. We didn't get any turnovers, so uh, that's good. Uh, when he did have his opportunities to run uh, in the fourth, he looked all right. He looked all right. So he's somebody that uh, we're going to work with some more. Uh, he, we know he's somebody that we can put on the practice squad, and we have a we have that window. We have that window right now where our practice squad is kind of safe to give us a little bit more time to work with guys and see if they make the final roster. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right? But he looked good. He looked pretty good. All right. Uh, next, we're going to move on to fullback. Uh, eh, I like the paddy wagon. That's my guy. You feel me? But it's just for this game, I wasn't as excited as I've been in other games. Now, I think it may be just the chemistry with the backup offensive line. Uh, I think that's going to be key. And it's the first live action. So it's seeing him against, uh, seeing them against, uh, real RFL teams. Like, starting offense, uh, starting defense. Uh, how can you move? Veterans, young guys, uh, and he looked okay. It was times where he made good blocks. There's times where he kind of missed. I think he could have been more of an option in the passing game underneath as well. But we still we still managed to move the ball on offense. Uh, I think 
that may have played a little bit into why Nickerson was underperforming because he was running behind the fullback. All right, and I do feel like he was taking on blockers a lot earlier than usual. It was more taking on blocks behind the line of scrimmage. And I think that's going to be a count of the guys that we had on the line. So, eh, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. All right, but so far, I know he's a guy that we're going to use, and I like his chemistry with uh, Kenny Steele. So, uh, we'll see how that translates when we start uh, playing all the ones together. All right, now we'll move on to our wide receivers. Wide receivers, uh... Quiet, 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 quiet. Uh, unexpectedly quiet, but also expectedly quiet. All right. I knew it would be tough. I knew it would be tough playing the caliber of corners that we were playing with uh, Norman and Sneak, but I didn't expect it to be this quiet. And it led to a lot of why Caleb had to scramble and why he was a lot more fatigued during the end of the game. I, I don't even know if he would have made it through the fourth. I don't think he would have made it at all. All right, but all right, that goes to uh, first we have Jackson Hunter as our number one, and I do feel like uh, he only had one catch of four yards. I'm not going to say that uh, he had a bunch of opportunities because he was playing. He, I, I want to say he was against Norman, so I'm not saying that he was uh, having a bunch of opportunities to really go out here and dominate, but at the same time, his game has been more contested catches, and if Caleb doesn't feel like you're going to win, he's not going to throw it. So I guess he just felt like in those 50-50 ball situations, uh, Hunter wasn't going to win. Hunter wasn't going to win, and uh, he didn't throw it to it. But when we went back and looked at the tape, it was good coverage. It was good coverage out there, and uh, I'm not mad at Caleb for not risking it, especially for the depth in which he would have had to throw it in the country tested like when Caleb throws deep I like the guy to be a little bit more open just because it'll take the ball a little bit more time to get there because of the store power all right but it'll get there don't get me wrong it'll get there it'll just take it's just timing it'll take it a little bit more time so I like to be a little bit more space between the right receiver in contrast to Bricker who will just who will just laser stuff in the tightest windows you've ever seen and it scares you sometimes like I Caleb makes us feel a lot more calm about the decision-making than Brinker does. Even though I encourage the aggressiveness, I, I feel a lot calmer when Caleb's back there in the pocket about the decisions that's going to be made. All right, so Hunter was getting, basically Hunter was getting strapped up for most of the game. And uh, as we move forward, uh, we do know that offenses will were play him differently when he's not the number one target, but knowing that when he is the number one target, he was kind of shut down, so I think it'll, it'll be humbling for him and us as a coaching staff. Uh, I'm sure I'll get him back into work uh, because he understands, especially playing around guys like uh, Amari and uh, JJ. He understands how much better he has to be if he wants to be on that caliber. But at the same time, he's a guy that we're happy in, and we see a lot of development in him and progression. So I think he's going to have an outstanding season, and this game won't deter us from that. All right, on the other side, uh, we had Echo, and uh, Echo was shut down. Zero catches. We didn't even see this guy. Uh, we played him on the outside. We played Ballard in the slot. Uh, we probably should have switched it. Maybe Echo would have had uh, a little bit more uh, a little bit more production, some production. I guess you can say some production. He may have had a catch. Uh, also, with that, we didn't really – we weren't really – biggest fans of how Ballard played in the slot considering that he was playing against the 
I guess the weakest link is what you would call it. Ballard was playing the weakest link, so we expect him to be more dominant and have more catches and prove that he can be that guy. And he continues to show us, like, he as depth, he can come in and really fill in. But as our in our starting slot role, he's not really the guy that we can come to and, and believe that will make consistent plays. He's, he's streaky. He's streaky. He's not a guy that we can consistently say, hey, we got Ballard in the slot, so we're safe. Like, and we, we need a guy, especially when we play with Caleb, our short route, our short route uh, safety net guys, our flat guys. We need those guys to be reliable guys. And we feel like, one, he's not a guy who uh, can constantly create that separation, and two, he's not a guy who's going to make too much of a play after the catch. All right, so we're looking at that. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I feel Schofield came in and he played well. Uh, he was able to make uh, a contested catch that I was really, really shocked about, but really, really supportive of. It was like, all right, boom. I see. That's not the type of... Usually when we see Schofield make his play, just beating somebody deep or, like, uh, making a play off a, a miss, like, oh, miss on a slant, miss tackle, so he gets some yak yardage. But Schofield, he he looked pretty good. He looked pretty good. Uh, he showed more separation than Hunter did, even though he wasn't as he wasn't jumping off as far as making catches. It was not like he had a five catch game, uh, but he did show a little bit more separation when we rewatched the tape. But it's just by the time those players got to that separation, Caleb was like, "Hey, I don't got time, and I'm out." Because I guess he understood like we're playing the top tier. We're playing a number one defense. We're playing a number one defense. All right, so we can't be we can't be wasting time. We can't be wasting time. If it's not open, it's not there, and I gotta go. And I appreciate that about him. All right, so that was that. Those guys, Skull is on. Skull we know is on the team. Hunter we know is on the team. It comes down to uh, Echo and Ballard uh, and Spate. Spate did not make an appearance. We did not see Spate at all, and we're probably see that continue so it comes down to uh echo and uh ballard about who had that last uh roster spot but then we also have this guy named tevin freeman who uh we signed in as a depth but also as a guy that we saw had potential uh being a younger guy as somebody that we can mold and we were going to try to practice squad him, but he came in and said nah coach i want to make this roster you only get one shot and he came out with two touchdowns. He, uh, two great catches, really. Two great, great catches. It's like not what you would expect from just the new guy coming in. It's like it's not what we expected from him when we looked at him and now seeing that kind of play, we want to see some more. So uh, he's definitely some guy who will get uh, runs in these uh, coming weeks, uh, in these coming weeks, especially this next week where we can still hold – all these people on our roster, he's definitely somebody who will be getting some runs and definitely be getting some looks, and we'll see. But he looked really good in that game. He looked, he definitely earned him a spot, at least on the practice squad. All right. Uh, we're going to move on to tight ends. As I move on to the tight end position, first we have our Stouts. Uh, Trey Stouts, and he was our leading receiver. All right. And I do understand the talent. At running back, there I'm not running back. At linebacker that uh, the Tigers have, there is a lot of speed back there on the Tigers' uh, linebacking core. All right, so he couldn't be as dominant as maybe he could have been against other slower 
linebackers, but even with that, we do not feel like he dominated as much as we wanted him to dominate. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand, like, what you taking over the role as Patrick Bain, we have to know that you can give us not even, well, at least half of what Patrick Bain gives us. Like, we're not expecting you to come in and blow us away, but we're just from our, just to transition from last year to this year, we just seen a drop in production, and uh, it's not something that we like, and it may be something that uh, we address. Uh, we have to address it in the future. So I guess for the uh, the rookies who listen, or the the prospects coming in who listen, all right, if you're in the college series draft and you're a tight end, hey, we're probably going to take a look at you. It's looking that way. We're probably going to take a look at you. All right? So rejoice if you're a tight end out there. Rejoice if you're a tight end. Uh, from what we saw, we'll definitely need to, uh, we'll definitely need to look at that in the future. I feel like as Defa right now, uh, Stealth is somebody that we can uh, count on to come in and still make plays. Uh, we do feel like the Tigers are good at linebacker as far as speed and coverage, so that may play into it, but at the same time, you have to be able to make those plays. Uh, there was catches and plays that I feel like he left on the field. So, we'll see, we'll see, but I'm not excited ecstatic about his uh play all right then we come in uh hair i thought hair was quiet as well uh him being more of a blocking linebacker him being more of a slower linebacker i didn't expect him to have too much of a game uh passing or, or receiving uh but to not have any real big plays is kind of just it's kind of concerning our tight end room is looking kind of concerning that's what I can say. Now, as far as for how it's helped the production of the team, uh, yeah, as a supporting role, the tight end has to look good. But outside of Bang, like if we wanted to go into the scheme, uh, attacking tight end first, uh, outside of Bang, we're looking kind of questionable. So it would definitely have to be matchup based. And it's something that we would have to uh, address in the future. All right. Uh, Brandon Jones also came in. Uh, he's somebody. I don't know. He's somebody who may make the team, may not make the team. It depends on the depth. I really wanted to keep four tight ends going into this. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know. We'll definitely be taking a look at things again. We'll definitely be taking a look at things again. All right. Uh, then we move on to uh, our guy, Matthew Thompson, that we just picked up off the streets. Uh, wanted to get some depth in there just in case to keep Bane out of the game. And uh, when we saw him, nothing jumped off the screen, really. But, I mean, he's a guy that we'll still continue to work with again. He's a young guy, so we can mold him. Uh, he didn't look bad, so he can he can definitely be on the practice squad. He can definitely be on the practice squad. All right. Uh, we leave tight end. We move on to offensive line. Now, when we look at the offensive line, uh, I think our offensive line played decently. I'll say above average. I think our offensive line played above average. I won't say they were outstanding. Uh, they're definitely good. I'll say, okay, I'll leave it a good because good is better than above average. I think they play good or well, but play good. Uh, I won't say great. There was still a lot of pressure that got to KB, uh, but they did clear lanes for KB as well. When it was time for KB, KB to run and the lanes were there up the middle when we were in our 
when we were in our uh, shotgun formation, our lanes were there. Now, when we, as we got closer to the line, we were in our pistol, we were in our single back. The lanes didn't open up as much, so that's something that would be something that we will look look into. Uh, I guess our agile is better than our power right now, uh, at least with our backups. I know with our starters, uh, it's it's more balanced. It was a lot more balanced. I could definitely tell the difference. Uh, this is my first time really seeing all the backup unit at once like this. Uh, at least the way that I had them set up. So, uh, good and bad, good and bad. A lot of notes taken, but overall, uh, they did a, a good job. I gave them a 7, 7.5. So, I'm not I'm not too upset. Uh, there wasn't really any... Well, there were some standouts, but our standouts that we saw were uh, negatively. Uh, Poyer is somebody that we would definitely have to keep continuing to work with. We liked him in the run game. Uh, as far as in the passing game, pass protection, uh, he's somebody who still needs a little bit more development, which we knew taking him in. So hopefully we can continue to work with that. And he's surrounded by a great group of guys. So hopefully they will continue to push him to be better. Uh, our guy, Stuart Thompson, uh, he looked pretty good. He looked pretty good. Uh, we moved him around a little bit. He didn't give up too many plays, uh, but he's also somebody who will definitely have to continue to uh, work with and mold. Uh, he looked good in his double-team situations. Uh, I like it better when he's doing the saving than when someone's saving him, but we'll see how he grows. We'll see how he grows. So those were the real standouts. Uh, as far as, like, oh, we also brought in a guy. We brought in a guy, left guy, uh, left guard. Uh, his name is Juan. Uh, I'm blanking on his last name right now, but... Uh, we brought him in. He looked pretty solid. He's probably somebody that we will keep and let go of one of our, our more veteran guys for him. Uh, we, we definitely like what he brought to the table. And we feel like he's somebody we can mold as well. We want to have a younger core of guys that we can grow, get to about 25, 26, 27, and let them really start getting a taste of the field. As I say, I do like uh, more seasoned linemen, so... We'll see how that goes. All right. Now we're going to move over to uh, the defense. All right. So first, foremost, I told you I went air raid on offense because I wanted to do more passing uh, with Caleb. Uh, we went 3-4 disguise on uh, defense this week. And the reason why we went 3-4 disguise is, one, we, were, we knew we were playing a younger quarterback. All right. But we were also playing younger guys. So with that, we didn't really want to just... We didn't want to put guys in just easy situations to diagnose. All right? Because we know we have these guys, these hungry guys, uh, looking to make the play. Uh, ready, out here aggressive, chasing the ball. Like We, we just wanted to set them up. We never wanted to give the quarterback a real idea of what we were doing. The only thing we wanted you to know is that we are coming. We are coming. As you saw, we got a lot of pressure. I was so, so, so happy to see the pressure that we were able to get. All right? I was so happy to see the pressure that we were able to get from our young guys. I can't wait to see the pressure we're able to get from our starters. All right? But as far as for today... uh. We went more. Don't want to get this deep. I'm gonna do this one time. I'm gonna do this one time. 
Yeah, I'm gonna do this one time. All right, we went more zone. All right, we went with more zone pressure this week just because we know the type of receivers that the Tigers have as far as being shifty route runners. Uh, everyone can get open quick. Everyone can get open quick. So our biggest thing was the illusion of what could be. All right, and we didn't. We wanted to. We were bringing pressure. We didn't know. We didn't want you to know which way the pressure was coming from, and we also didn't want you to know if we were coming out of pressure or not. As you saw, we lined up in a lot of. Uh, we lined up in a lot of a stingray. All right, we lined up in a lot of cover one, but we didn't run a lot of cover one. It was just the beginning. Pre the beginning front. A lot of guys down in the box. All right, uh, you might have heard Mick say a lot of guys down in the box. All right, but when the ball is hiked. Sometimes everybody scattered out, and the corner came blitzing. You never expected that. I got a lot of pressure in the back, or day day. Now I don't know. I've been calling them Dada. I'm gonna keep calling them Dada until Justin got let us know which one it is. All right, but that I got a lot of pressure in the back this game, uh, which was playing. We wanted to see that. We wanted to see that from him uh, as a guy that we've been looking at moving around in different positions. Uh, seeing that, seeing his reaction, seeing him defeat blocks was something that we definitely, definitely wanted to see. And we feel like it will be crucial to our operation uh, going down, uh, coming down the season or as the season comes. So, well, the season is here. So, we feel like that would be very crucial to us. Uh, in certain situations, you can't do that every game. Uh, and as I told you, I've been working with different ways to bring the pressure and how to dictate where I want my pressure to come from. That's been a very, very key thing for us this offseason, and I think we did a great job of disrupting what Billy wanted to do. Uh, they only had one real successful drive, and we kind of gave it to him because uh, it was 4th and 30. It was 4th and something before we roughed the punter. So it is what it is. Uh, they were able to capitalize on that later, but our defense was able to hold them uh, to no points after that. Not just the first unit, but the second unit as well. Came in in the fourth, still no points. So that was great to see. That was great to see. All right. Uh, key things that I'll talk about as far as, like, uh, positionally, uh, we're going to start at the end. Uh, we'll start at the end with Yap. All right, Yap had a quiet game statistically, but if you just watch how he opened up lanes for our blitzers, I'm ecstatic. I'm ecstatic for what is to come, especially as uh, we continue to strengthen him and he continues to get better because power moves. That double team, getting off a double team, is one of the strengths of uh, our guy, Yap. So as that continues and as he starts beating those blocks, you just watch. You just watch. Yap is going to be a problem. But today in the role that we had him in, we knew where we can generate the most pressure, which is going to be uh, one up the middle. All right, we feel like Cheese will get a lot of one-on-ones, and we will win that up the middle. And to uh, outside pressure, uh, I knew I was trying to bring in uh, slot pressure. Uh, I, I know I was. So it worked. Cheeseburger was in the backfield a lot, a lot, a lot. And he's a fast guy. Cheeseburger is a fast guy, and he still just keeps barely getting beat. We were having this same problem last season with getting Cheeseburger some sacks. I had to start slowing guys around, around him like, come on, Cheese, get back there, get back there. But now, hey, Cheese, I hope you're hearing this. You got to step it up. You got to step it up, big boy. You got to step it up. They beating you back there, and you know I'm sending everybody. 
I'm sending you, but I'm sending everybody else too. So you better step it up if you want them. Everybody's hungry. Everybody's hungry. Really. <laughs> so yeah, cheeseburger. He had an outstanding game. All right. Uh, we move over. We'll move over to uh, Anderson, who we played down at N, and that is something that, uh, as far as in our three four base, we're not doing that. Uh, he, we don't like how that looked at all. Uh, it was something that we needed to try. Now, when we go uh, more our four three schemes and more outside in, we'll do that. All right. I uh, also liked how he looked in the middle. All right, but I don't think that's somewhere that we're going to keep him. I think we're probably just having rotation behind everyone. Uh, we'll see. We'll we'll see. Uh, we'll see. All right, we still got a couple more weeks to practice with him. All right, he looked good. Uh, who else? Haggerty looked good. Haggerty was getting a lot of pressure in the back. A lot of times when you see 74, you see 75 right there too. All right, so I really liked how he looked. I really liked how he looked. We will continue to grow him, and I think he'll have a great role on our team this season. All right, uh, also Fugger Fugger with the strip sack. Also a strip sack for Cheeseburger as well. All right, Fugger Fugger with the uh, strip sack. All right, he's somebody that... Uh, I like I, I I like Fugger Fugger. All right, he might have uh, moved Tompkins off the list. All right, we're trying to we're trying to get younger and younger and just build guys up. All right, we do have a couple guys, mid range vets that we have in certain areas that we know that we could let go if we get the right young guy behind him and Fugger Fugger. He's starting to look like one of the the right uh, young guys. So we'll see, we'll see. But how it's looking right now, Fugger Fugger might be on the roster and Tompkins might be gone. All right. Uh, who else? We'll talk more about our pressure. Uh, talk more about our pressure as we move to outline, outside linebacker. With my front seven, I'm kind of jumping all around. At least the edge and the line, I'm jumping all around because everybody's kind of everywhere, and I had to remember where everybody was at. All right, so uh, our outside pressure, uh, we got good outside pressure uh, from Finch. Uh, I think Butler played solid, but uh, we did expect a little bit more from him, but he was going up against uh, the first team as well. A first team line, first team tackles, first team guards, so uh, all those are all those things are being put into account when we assess uh, what was going on. That's why I'm not going to hold him to the same standard as I'm holding uh, Telvin, because Telvin is a veteran. He's 32, and uh, Butler is a rookie. We just got him, so he, got, he has to learn the game. He has time to move. Telvin ain't getting no better than what he is. He's going to get worse. So I'm expecting more from you. But I feel, I, I, feel, I figured out where I could play you, how I could make you the most successful and most effective. So we got our starting front seven all figured out on how we're going to move. All right. But Finch looked good. Butler looks decent. He's somebody that we definitely want to continue to work with. Right? There were guys back there getting pressure. There were guys back there getting pressure. All right. And, uh, it's going to be harder to decide who doesn't make it from our linebacker group. I think the casualty is just going to have to go to uh, the practice squad, so it'll be uh, some of the younger guys. Uh, but the younger guys that we brought in have really been showing out. Uh, we look at our middle linebacker, we brought in Kennedy. I think Kennedy did well. He was very good at uh, attacking the ball. All right, and he also looked good. And I saw him a uh, deep coverage play. I was really worried about his change of direction, but he was able to stick with uh the tight end that he's seen, I think it was a tight end that he was covering. Uh, so he looked good. Uh, we brought in a guy, Cody Tatum. Uh, he was a guy that we saw, a young guy. We felt that we could mold. And the thing that I liked about him that I felt like we were really, really lacking was a hitter in the middle linebacker. Like, I don't have any linebackers in the middle that I hit. Like, I got kicked as far as my linebacker, but then my other hitters are uh, 
with my safeties, and then I got uh two, I got Yap and Yates. But like as far as like that middle le- the level, I didn't have any hitters. So I saw Tatum, he had decent uh hit power, eighty two hit power, uh, big hitter trait. Uh, high motor. There's a lot of things I liked about him. I feel like, all right, we can mold this guy. We can build around him, uh, especially running this. Uh, if we when we're running this three four, and he's a guy that we can put in and let run free. I think he make a lot of big plays for us. And uh, let me tell you, he came out there and he got his fumble. Couple big hits. Couple big hits. It was a big hit by the goal line to stop the touchdown that came later, but he stopped it then. Uh, big hit on the fumble. Big hit forced the fumble. Uh, we didn't recover it, which I was very mad about. We got to get our fumbles. We got to do a better job. But the fact that we're getting the ball loose is something that I'm really, really happy to see because I feel like that's something that's going to help us tremendously. Tremendously. With us not being one of those, well, from the perception. All right, there's different types of defenses, and when you look at the teams like the Explorers and the, the Thunderbirds, they're just shut down defenses. They just have guys at every level that are just going to stop you from doing what you want to do. And we want to have that same – we want to be feared as a defense that same way, but the approach that we're taking is different. We want to attack, attack, attack. We want you to know that every time that you see us, somebody from somewhere – is coming. You can never sit back there and be comfortable. You better have a plan. You better have time. And if I have your time, and it's going to be a long, long day or night. All right. That's what we. That's what we want you to know. Every time that you come in to face us, you're under attack. You are under attack. Under attack. That's all I want people to know when they come and face us. It's not going. You may look at our overalls and feel like, oh man. There's no 90, well, we got some now, but there's nobody that we, there's no 90s and 99s who are just going to be strapping us up. Like, yeah, I know, but let me tell you, this team defense is going to be one of the scariest defenses in this league. Watch out. Watch out. I feel like I got my guys. We could play my game. We're coming. All right. We're coming. All right. And I think. Canada and Tatum did a good job, and they're going to be a part of that. All right, they're going to be a part of that. And uh, Duvall is somebody that we're probably going to move to the practice squad. I know I was telling you that he did all right. He was doing good, looking solid. If I had to play him, I could. Even now, I feel like if I had to play him, I could. But with Tatum having that big hitter trait, all right, and then we have Canada coming in having that hidden dev, and then Duvall being a little older than them, it's just – Hey, let the best man win. And Duvall wasn't the best man uh, this week. He wasn't the best man this week. But he's still somebody that we will try to keep around, maybe on the practice squad, depending on how things are looking. But as far as the roster, if we keep four, uh, I don't think he's going to be one of the four. I don't think he's going to be one of the four. But we'll see. Especially if we move if we move parks. We'll see. We might move parks. We might not. We'll see. All right, but now we're going to move on the corner. Uh, I think Vernon Atkinson did a great job, all right? To come out being a lower uh, or being a mid-60 CB uh, rookie, no experience, and then this is one of the reasons why we went zone with zone being his strongest uh, or his highest uh, overall and us wanting to get him some work. I, I think he did. I think he did exceptionally well. Uh, I don't think he was picked on. I think no. I think he was picked on, but he wasn't picked on. Now, part of that was us getting good pressure. We got a lot of good pressure. But 
even with those good pressures, even with us getting sacked, some of those sacks were covered sacks. Because there was a lot of times where there was just nowhere to throw the ball to. And I think a large part of that had to do with Vernon Atkinson holding up. We were throwing him to the woods. or to, We were throwing him to the wolves, and he did his thing. All right? On the other side, Sparks was Sparks. All right? Sparks played as I expected uh, Sparks to play. Uh, it's nice to see him out there getting his feet wet, uh, showing his uh, development from uh, last year, how he's grown and how he's going to continue to grow and really establish himself as a – a shutdown corner to us, he is a shutdown corner. He may not have that reputation yet, but I think as he grows, not only this season but uh, going into next season, like people will really see that he's a shutdown corner. He's our number one. He's our shutdown. He's our guy that we feel like if we put him on your number one guy, we don't have to worry about your number one guy. All right? So, boom. Now, next we're going to move to Dada. Now, when we had Dada in the slot, we played Dada in the slot early in the game. Reckless. Reckless. He was everywhere. A missile. What's it called? Jamaican Dynamite? The A. Everywhere. Everywhere. He's giving, he's giving McNary a run for his money. Giving McNary a run for his money. Making me say, hmm. Hmm. Like, is this what we really want to do? Maybe we need to put Dada out here. Like, now I'm thinking, like, how can I get this man? And then especially with us playing more into his style of play, playing more zone this game, that definitely helped him be the best player that he could be. And when Dada's playing well, Dada is a great, great corner. Great, great corner. As I was saying earlier, like, when we could still – Patreon players, he was my guy for this year. Like I had my mind set on it. All right? And when I'm looking at my reload bucks, he still is a guy that I'm really looking at thinking like, hey, man, we're trying to win this bowl this year and all the years after, but this year. This year, we're trying to win this bowl. And if me building him up, giving him a little bit of extra love is going to help us get to that bowl this year, then that's what I'm going to do. He's young. 23, 24, somebody that we can build, continue to groom. We got him uh, inexpensively right now. Yeah, man. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see because he's looked good. He looked really good last game. Not only just in pressures, but in coverage. When we moved him to uh, the fourth, he did a good job holding his man. We moved him outside and still making plays. And still making plays. He's looking like a guy. Uh, we went on Harms out there, but Harms is looking like he might have to be the man off the bench. And we got to let these young bucks play, man. These young bucks only young one time. These young bucks only young one time. And we know what we're getting in Harms. We love Harms. I feel like Harms is a guy that I really, really love. But when you just look at the dynamics of the team right now, and you think about age, you think about future, Harms isn't really getting any better than what he is right now. He may get a little bit better if he has like an exceptional year. And really start standing up and making those plays. But he hasn't been doing anything to really show us that he's going to take it to the next level. He's still a solid guy. He's a guy that we can put out there and we understand what we're working with. But with Dada, he showed showed us something. He showed us something. So it's something that we want to take a little bit more of a look at. Especially when we start playing a little bit tougher receivers. So we'll see. We'll see. But I really liked how he looked. I really liked how he looked. All right. Uh... We brought in another guy, Chamberlain. Uh, he made a couple good plays for us that made us really say, hmm, 
All right. You might be able to squeeze you on here. We might be able to squeeze you on the roster. We might have to throw you on a practice squad, but he's somebody that we definitely are taking more looks at next week. Uh, next week, when we get into our preseason, since we have a, another practice week, we'll definitely, definitely, definitely be taking another big look at these backup guys to see who we're keeping. The ones that we got to kind of down like it's, mm, you know what I'm saying? So we'll definitely be taking a look at them. All right. Now, Trevlin was solid. Uh, we're gonna take. We're gonna keep him. We're gonna keep him. It's just whether he's on the roster or on the practice squad. All right. Now this one has gotten to fifty. It's gotten to fifty. I know they they shut it down at an hour. All right. And I still got a little bit more to say. I don't think it's gonna be a whole another hour. But we're gonna shut this down right here at fifty, and then I'm gonna go ahead to take two. All right. All right. So now we got take one uploading. We are on take two. All right. I left off at cornerback. Left off at cornerback. All right, we are deciding to keep Chamberlain. All right, now from Chamberlain, we are moving to uh, safeties. We're going to start at free safety. First and foremost, Jared Jacola did an outstanding job. I think from the beginning of the game, uh, he came out and established himself as a leader on this defense. Like, I know he'll be coming in as a sub role, but he really showed us that when it was time for him to step in and step up, he could be a leader on his defense, and he could make the plays we needed to play. Uh, uh, he could make the plays we, we needed made. Uh, aggressive, solid, like, technique. Like, it wasn't too many times where you saw him whiffing, missing tackles. If he was attacking, he was going to make the play, and he did it. Uh, for him being a taller guy, the way he moves is crazy like for him being 6'4 the way he moves is crazy the way he slides around the field so he's definitely a guy that uh we gotta keep we gotta keep he was a guy that we were kind of shopping around uh nah jacola's off the block jacola's off the block i know that we we had a few guys that we were shopping around and people see our overall and just think like nah but like when you see the production it's it's a whole different thing it's a whole different thing so we're going to keep him. We're keeping Jacola. He's off the block. Same with Troy. Troy is off the block. Uh, Ballard is still on the block. Ballard is still on the block. Uh, we'll see how that goes. All right. Uh, Jacola, he's here. He's, he'll be the backup free safety to uh, Harold, or one of the backup free safeties to Harold because we're going to be, we're going to be moving people all around. And he really just helped me feel a lot more comfortable moving more people around. All right. Doing different, excuse me, doing different things, different matchups. He just, he just helped me a lot. That's what I'll say. All right, so congratulations to Jacola. All right, behind him we have Cates. Uh, Cates made some solid plays. Uh, he's a guy who is practice squad eligible. All right, and with our safety room being crowded, uh, we'll probably keep five, and four of them are Jacola, King. <laughs> Uh, Harold and TC. All right. So, all right, hold on. Text, text, text. She texting, she texting. All right, I apologize. It's when they get to that 60 minute mark. It's been a minute of me just recording, and I know how that go. Anyway, so with us only keeping five safety cases in the battle, and I really don't think, I think he's going to have to be moved to the practice squad. All right, because it's a toss-up between the last two safeties that I really want to keep. All right, so one of them uh, being uh, 
free safety Carlos Wright, who we play at strong safety. Uh, he looked good. He looked good. He didn't give up too many big plays. He didn't make the splash plays that we expected, but we also played him at strong safety instead of free safety. All right, so we'll definitely take a look because Dracola is something that we feel like we can switch to uh, strong safety as well, which is another thing that we really like about uh, both of these guys that we feel like we can switch them back and forth. So uh, Carlos and Jacola will probably be the final two safeties making the roster. Uh, we really, really liked how Barry looked as far as our sub linebacker. We think he had good coverage uh, and made a lot of good plays, uh, some crucial tackles as well. Uh, but he's still somebody that, because he's an older guy and we have younger guys that we can mold, he is still somebody that we would have to, we want to keep and we want to work with, but we can't keep him. We're not going to keep him on a roster. We're going to put him on a practice squad. Uh, then at strong safety, we have Felix. Uh, Felix will probably be moved to the practice squad as well, just because of how we're going to run our safety this year. Uh, with, we'll probably run, we'll probably keep four free safeties just because I feel like I can move both my free safeties to both sides and I can kind of play them both at, uh, sub linebacker if I had to, I feel like I could at least play Dracola down there. Uh, with his uh, measurables and the way he moves. All right. So Felix will probably end up being on the practice squad. Yeah, if, if he makes a team, he'll probably be on the practice squad. I don't see him sitting on the practice squad too long after we're allowed to start snagging people. So we'll see how that goes with him being a younger guy, but still a little bit higher overall. But we just have guys who for us work better with them the things that we are trying to do all right so great game from our defense i think we we got great pressure great 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 pressure there was some great coverage uh we definitely want to work on our run up the middle our defense up the middle uh for our runs uh even though that's not what i really plan for i feel like with the team that we have uh, I shouldn't have to plan for it as much. But also, we weren't running all of our ones, so I want to take that into consideration. And we were in the still Bryce Manning. He's going to break tackles. He's a power back. Uh, I think our team did a great job of continuously gain tackling, whether it was uh, uh, Bryce Madden, whether it was receivers, or whether it was in the backfield uh, when we were getting our pressures. It's like it was continuously several guys around the ball when plays were being made. And that's something that I really, really liked. I really, really liked. So shout out to the defense. Uh, I do want to see us uh, get more turnovers. We have to capitalize on those plays and get the ball back. We did lose the ball three times on offense. So, uh, well, Caleb fumbled three times. We didn't lose the ball three times. But we did have turnovers on offense. So being able to even the margin or even win that margin would have been very, very crucial for us. But we weren't able to recover any. So... But they're getting there, and players are being made, and that's always good. All right. Uh, when we move to uh, special teams, first we're going to start with our punter. Uh, Morse, I think Morse was great. Kevin Morse was great. Uh, I can't wait to see his growth throughout this season, having a full season under his belt. Uh, I think his ball placement today was great. Uh, I know he, or not today, or on Friday, was great. Uh, I know there were Two of his three punts were inside the 20, or three of his four punts were inside the 20. 
Uh, I know it was a great game as far as field position. Uh, he really made it even easier for us to run our blitzes and run our schemes because of field position and knowing how much room we had. And knowing that we had a guy like that changes our aggressiveness. Like We don't feel like we have to force plays the way our defense is playing because we have a guy like Moore setting us up and putting guys or making other teams start so far back in their territory. So that was great. All right. Uh, when we move on to uh, – we move on to kicker, uh, Simon Brewer. Uh, Brewer was Brewer. He was solid. All right, uh, one field goal, uh, chip shot, really. Uh, good on his extra points. Uh, not missed. We had good uh, protection, I think, for both our kicker and our punter. Even when uh, Morris, going back, uh, bobbled uh, the snap a little bit, he was still able to get it off cleanly. So I felt like we had good uh, protection. Uh, we had to work a little bit better on our – we had to work a little bit better on our – Kickoff coverage, but also understand that with us changing the roster around, it's going to change who's back there. Uh, but I did still see a couple of places that I feel like uh, we could work a little bit better on our pursuit as far as getting back there and getting off our blocks or getting off the blocks, pursuing the, uh, the returner. All right. Now, as far as our kick return, uh, I like what I saw from uh, Sko. Uh, now, with Sko probably going to get some reps during the season. Uh we want to have guys who uh, we feel like we can have step in and wouldn't take too much pressure or too much energy from the team without taking up too much space. Uh, maybe some a couple of backup guys that we can have come in. And one of those guys is uh, McKee, uh, Khalil McKee. Uh, we put him on a uh, punt return. And we like the fact that he's going to take chances uh, when trying to return kicks. Uh, we really, really like that, so... And him being young, somebody that we can mold, uh, another guy in the running back room because we were looking, uh, we're probably going to uh, cut Meredith, as we said earlier. Uh, so just have another guy in there. We're going to work on a little bit more this week to see if he can actually be uh, a part of this offense as well and not just a special teams guy. We don't really want to waste any spots on people who only do one thing. All right? Outside kickers and punters we don't, and quarterbacks. We don't want to waste spots on people who do one thing. And even our quarterbacks are multifaceted. So, it is what it is. So, boom. Uh, the next time you see us, believe it or not, we will be playing the Tigers. All right? And you will see our starters. Uh, I can probably say we're going to run the same books that we ran uh, this week, that week. But uh, the way we attack will probably be entirely different because I am using different players and the way I wanted to attack for that game was uh, player-specific for Caleb. Now we'll probably be player-specific for whoever I decide needs to be the main point of the offense that day. All right, we'll take a look at the team, uh, how things develop. What you see this week might not be what you see the following week. Uh, I also think they have a game against the, the Explorers before us, another division game. So we we'll definitely want to check out both of those. Uh, I'm not... We're, I'll just say we definitely want to check out both of those. Uh, but definitely want to see that game week one to know what we're going to do week two. Uh, but, yeah, next time you see us, Barons Tigers, week two. That is it for this week's podcast. Uh, this ending wasn't as exciting as I thought it was going to be as enthusiastic or as energetic. Uh, and I apologize. Oh, drop the phone. I apologize for that. Uh, I'm hyped. 
I'm hyped for what the season holds. Uh, I know it was just I came in saying, or I came into the game saying that I wanted to show uh, what we were going to do without giving away too much of what we were going to do, and I think I did a great job of that. Uh, I know people are going to have their impressions now of what's going to happen, but just all I can say is just wait. Just wait on it. Just wait on it. All right? Long story short, be on the lookout for more team information in these coming weeks on Twitter and on Instagram at Barons RFL. All right? I took the underscore out on on uh, Instagram. I want everything to be lined up being the same. So look look for us on Instagram. Look for us on Twitter at Barons RFL. Uh this will be up this Sunday. Everybody have a great Sunday. Uh, see you See you in the streams today. See you in the streams. We've got some RFL action. All right. Happy birthday to Mix. Happy birthday to Mix. Happy birthday to Kai Cash. All right. Everybody have a wonderful, wonderful day. All right. Remember, protect the crown. I know you've seen that new logo. All right. Earn your stripes. Baby. And a lot of people are earning their stripes. On Friday. Alright. Gorilla Gang. Alright, you seen us. We coming. We coming. Those us those us the babies. Those us the baby gorillas. Wait till all the big boys get out there. Wait till all the big boys get out there. I'm trying to tell you. Alright. Go Barons. Alright. Go Barons. See y'all soon.